Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in to hour number two of The Odd Couple. Yes, indeed. Rob Parker, Alan Lee, and for Chris Broussard. Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Don't forget, in about uh, 40 or so minutes, Trash Talking Tuesday will be underway. Your chance to trash anyone, anything in the world of sports. You'll get 30 or 40 seconds to do so. And we will not, N-O-T, interrupt you. Also, in about 30 minutes, we'll talk with... uh, One of the best baseball columnists in the country, Bob Nightingale from USA Today. He'll uh, catch us up on stuff going on. Spring training is uh, under in in full effect, I should say, in Arizona and in Florida. So we'll talk with Bob. Um, But let's go to the NBA, Alan. And let's talk Lakers. So Brian Windhorst on ESPN said, he didn't report that it's a deal or whatever, but said that he's heard that LeBron is not – this is not his last rodeo. He's got one mm-hmm. year a player right, a, a player option. So he could have opted out and gone somewhere with Bronny or whatever, but he supposedly is looking for a three-year contract and be 42 years old making $75 million or whatever it is. Anyway, let's hear from Brian Windhorst. I don't think this is LeBron's last stand. I don't think this is the Lakers' last stand. First off, I think LeBron is angling to sign a multi-year deal in the offseason with the Lakers that will be nine figures, that will be even bigger than the deal he is on now. Now, whether or not he's able to finish that deal, whether or not the Lakers want to give him a three-year contract and pay him $60 million when he's 42 years old, that's a different discussion. Alan, (laughs) I got one message for Jeannie. You sign this deal, and it'll be a bust. Not a genie bust, but a bust. <laughs> You'll be genie bust if you sign this deal. Alan, can we – is this microphone on? <laughs> I get it. LeBron James, 
You're going to give the guy $60 million, You're going to yeah. be 42 years old. Can we stop already? Yeah, I get Seriously. I eyeballs to your, to your organization. The Lakers are the Lakers, Alan. Right. They always sell tickets. Right. I'm stopping. There is no way in the world I would ever do that. 42 years old, I'm going to possibly still be paying you $60 million. $60 million? That no, can't. He doesn't even affect winning. Can't. This isn't hate. For, that, Alan, this is fact. If you'd won me like five championships, I might say, okay, okay. This is sort of like a payback on the on the back end for all the great you've done. But one championship, and you're going to be 42 possibly by the end of this deal? I, I mean, the chance of, of him being hurt. How many yep. times has he been hurt in, the, in L.A.? Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's been he's, better this right, year. He's been better this year. But I'm just saying, since he came here, he's been hurt. Right. And and the older you get. The older you, you know, get. The body doesn't bounce back like it used it to. It just doesn't. And the other thing to, is, A, he plays no defense, and – they don't win at a clip, you would think, with the numbers that he has and AD. Right. They should be a better team. Would you agree with that? Oh, without doubt. And that kind of contract is going to prohibit what I can do in the free agent market. I, I just – Rob G, he's the resident Laker fan. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I, – like, who's clamoring for this? You got your taste of LeBron, didn't you? You got your bubble championship. And I understand you're having a relationship with Rich Paul and you all get along and maybe you'll get some of those clients to come there too, but they're not going to take a, a discount no. to come play in L.A. Rob G., are you dying for this? Is Laker Nation dying to, to sign LeBron for three more years? Are they dying for it? Probably not, but what's the alternative? What do you mean, what's the alternative? They got no cap space. They got, they're, they're already planning to use their draft picks to trade this offseason. So what's the alternative? Nothing. Not not giving him a three year. How about putting your? Where's he going to yeah, go? But, but everybody is getting a hundred and fifty million dollars a season now. Demonis Sabonis, who is a fringe All Star on a year to year basis, is going to be making about fifty to sixty million dollars in his contract. Yes, but the difference. Bradley is, Beal is not an All Star. He's making fifty to sixty million dollars a year. In okay, his contract. here's here's the problem. Those guys are way younger, and I I get it with the LeBron, forty two years old. Paying sixty some million when you know he could pop that hammy that uh something could get, could give out at any time. But anybody Achilles. can get hurt at any time. No, no, no. Rob. But but a lot of players end their career with Achilles. You know that yep. basketball players at the end. And I'm just saying he doesn't affect winning. Rob G, how many how much do you have to watch the game? Do you watch? I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is what what are you going to do differently? Well, you got to make some sort of make another plan. Okay, like, but how do you replace? Don't trade. Don't don't trade your picks. How do you make replace a trade? A top twenty-ish player making fifty million dollars a year with no cap space. I wait for somebody to become a free agent. I wait with for my what cap, cap space, space again? Better. With what cap space? But I wait for my cap space. But you, to get you got to have some lean years. But, but wait a minute. So you'd rather but, have lean years for three years than just cons- play with LeBron on your team? Yes. To be consistent down the road. Yes. What what is what is wrong with? Taking a step back, you remember? Do you remember Kobe and the and and the and the group that he had with him? Do you remember that? You yes. went through that. You went mm-hmm. through that phase, right? Yeah. With and, and Smush the, Parker and that that crew. Well, that was in between championships. But okay, yes. but what happened? You, then all of a sudden, right? You Pau had Gasol, that for a couple yep. of years, and then you got Pau Gasol, right? And guess what? So you, you want, started so, winning again. So you'd rather wait until AD is thirty-two, thirty-three before you get the next player with him. 
I don't think he's going to wait that long. But you, you know what? You could always trade players right at, for, with cap space. There's things that you can do. Somebody else wants to get rid of somebody. You can make a deal. Why don't you try to? Yeah, wait? that's what they're going to do this offseason. No, but with LeBron, I would, yeah. I would, I wouldn't they, do. They, I would they, not sign him to a three-year, a hundred and eighty million dollar contract for a forty-two-year-old. It just doesn't make sense to me. He doesn't sell you any more tickets. Rob G, and you're no they closer to tickets, a championship, yeah. right? He doesn't sell you any more tickets. You what gonna, are, you're going to trade for Zach Levine in Chicago no. next season? Get that deal. Zach Levine's got bad knees and, okay. and a worse contract than that okay. LeBron. When you're talking, but about. they were thinking about it. Mm-hmm. His name was in the discussion this season. I don't know, Rob G. I I, I hear people always, oh, we're painting in the corner. We got to. Uh, it's it's the same argument that they have for Shanahan in San Francisco. Where are you going to get another coach? Where are you going to be equivalent? Uh, you're going to be irrelevant. I don't want to give up the – dude, he can't win you in a big game. I, like, how many times does he have to do it, Alan, before you realize he can't win you the big game? So you want, you'd want rather be relevant than to have a chance to win? I, I so you up, don't think they – do you think they have a better chance to win without LeBron James? If they can make some other moves – I'm talking about long term. You're not going to – looking at the way the situation is – Nobody thinks the Lakers are going to win. Not coming out of West with a 42-year-old LeBron James. Right. Even with Anthony right, Davis. But that's why they're, they're not good now and he's 39. That's why they're planning on making a trade this offseason for a young guard to pair with Anthony Davis. And he's that much older. He's older. He's going to be another year older. Sure. But by then, it, I mean, you're going to be in the same position either way. You, you know either what? make the trade now and you have AD, whatever guard it is, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, whoever. And LeBron James for two years, or you go AD and one of those two guys, and you still have no cap space, you still have no draft picks. So what's the difference? Okay, and then you're talking about styles of play, because you get a good point guard in there or some guy who is at that position, chances are a lot of those guys are ball dominant. I got to have the ball in my hand to run the offense. Trey Young's going to want the ball in his hands a lot. And then you got LeBron out there doing what? I don't know. I I just think... You painted yourself into a corner. You got your championship with LeBron. Cut bait. Didn't you get what you wanted? Did you get a championship, Rob G? You not happy with that championship? No, I'm not. I'm not happy with this one championship. No, the, the, the LeBron era we talked about this has been a roller coaster. Exactly. It's been very high with the championship. Last year's run to the Western Finals was fun, but other than that, it's been some of the most disappointing, uninspiring okay. basketball so, I've Rob ever seen. G, why would you want to continue Be- that trend? Still right. No, because. It, I understand that having LeBron on the team relative to where they are now, there's no avenue where they can be better without him okay. at this point. But, but but you know where you are, though, with right. him. Right, so that if I'm going to get rid of LeBron, then I'm going to trade AD, too, because there's All no right. reason so, to have him, too. So then trade AD. Why not? There's nothing wrong with it, and this is my point. When the Tampa Bay Bucks couldn't win with Tony Dungy, mm-hmm. right? Oh, what are you going to do? They get to the uh, NFC Championship. You can't get rid of the coach, right? But he couldn't win. They get rid of the coach, they make a, a, a drastic move, and guess what? They win the next year. Right. What the Pistons do, they have Rick Carlisle there. Got a chance to go upgrade with Larry. I'm just saying. But changing the no, coach no, no. is different than changing no, the star but players. No, but Rob. my point is this. Don't be afraid of the unknown when you know what the known is. Yeah. That that's what I'm saying. That that that's what I'm that's what I'm equating to it. You and here's, see, here's my biggest problem, Rob G. It seems like every season in the second half of the season, every year the Laker discussion is what do we need to get? How do we get rid of everybody? Uh, and make, how do we get LeBron more help? How do we get LeBron more help? That's a discussion that happens every season. Yeah, but that part of that is the forward facing media. 
and we've talked about this on this show. Like everybody's has this narrative. Well, LeBron needs help. We want to see LeBron succeed. Blah blah blah. No, the, nobody owes LeBron anything. Like me wanting to keep LeBron in town has nothing to do with LeBron and getting his championship. It has to do with being a Laker fan right. and wanting the team to be good. And I know that. Do you right, want that? You want the team to be good or have a chance to win the championship? I want that. They have no, no. What, Rob, you're being I'll, disingenuous. They no. do not have a better chance to winning a championship if you trade LeBron and Anthony Davis. You don't know who they're getting yet. Is my point, Rob G. Rob, you know how the NBA works, though. You how? need stars to win. The Pistons beat the Lakers with you, Kobe that was and Shaq twenty years ago. But did it happen? <laughs> did That's it happen? The exception, not the rule. Okay, but it did happen, the ex- right? One time, yes. Okay, happened one time. Maybe it could happen with the Lakers. <laughs> They okay. make some tra- <laughs> <laughs> Rob G, you ain't trying to hear that, huh? He said that's, tw- a, that's, that's the fourth time you brought up the Pistons 04 right, in the last right. two days with me. <laughs> I know. I know it's a soft spot. I, I, I hear you, Rob G. I miss Ricky Henderson, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what, guys? There's a star pitcher in Atlanta that says we've got an injury epidemic in Major League Baseball. We should get into that one, Rob. We are. We're going to do that uh, next, and that's going to be interesting to see uh, you know, this is about the pitch clock. It, it, we thought it was great. Some people are saying it's not. All right, we'll do that, have that conversation with you, and also Bob Nightingale's coming up at the bottom of the hour. It is The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio, Rob Parker and Alan Lee in for Chris Bouchard. Stick and stay. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. 
my best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Odd Couple on a Trash Talking Tuesday. You can start calling in 877-99 on Fox, uh, and we'll uh, get your chance to trash anyone, anything in the world of sports. It is the Odd Couple coming to you live from the TireRack.com. The Odd Couple is also sponsored by Discover. And if you're using debit over credit and you like it, Shouldn't you be rewarded as well? Well, now you can with the Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. So check out the uh, eligibility and the terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover, member FDIC. And last year, I was against the pitch clock. I thought it was for mm-hmm. baseball trying to appease people who don't love the game. And then all of a sudden the games were 30 minutes faster. And it didn't change the, the, the feel of the game right, for me. Right. And I was cool with it. But now, Rob G., some are saying pump the brakes before you give everybody all this love to the, shot, to the um, pitch clock. Well, it's not just that, Rob. The MLB right now, according to multiple reports, is considering speeding up the pitch clock even further. From what? 20 to 15? From 20 to 18. 20 to 18. Which doesn't sound like a big deal, Two seconds more, right. However, Braves ace pitcher Spencer Strider told USA Today Sports he's got a problem with it, and he's saying that partly because of the pitch clock and these pitchers moving at a rate faster than they've ever have prior to this rule being implemented, it's leading to an increase in injuries, specifically Tommy John injuries, okay? Just last season, 30 big league pitchers had Tommy John surgery, including Shohei Otani, Shea McClanahan, Liam Hendrick, Jacob deGrom. The number of major league pitchers who have undergone Tommy John surgery is up 29% since 2016, okay? So here's what Strider said to USA Today Sports. Everything they wanted from the pitch clock was accomplished. More action, more balls in play, more runs scored, game time reduced, viewership was increased. But injuries were way higher. Everything was achieved by the rule changes. What else are we trying to go for? It seems like the benefit at this point is so marginal, it's not worth the risk of potentially way more players getting hurt. Now, as an aside, in this article, they point out that while the injuries are up, especially with Tommy John, they also pointed out, That in 2023, fastball velocity topped an average of 94 miles an hour across the sport 
the highest in history and steadily increasing 15 consecutive years since 2000. Bingo. Right. Bingo. It ain't the pitch clock. It's, it's Allen. You notice guys are winding up throwing as hard as they can. Yep. First of all, they know they're not pitching a complete game. They know that there are other guys in the bullpen. Everybody comes out and throws their hardest. Am I right? You, exactly. You, That's exactly you watch baseball. You, they didn't pitch this. They didn't throw the ball this hard. Greg Maddox was an art on the mound. It was art. He had knew how to throw these types of pitches, different types of changes of speed. It wasn't all just about power. Now you got guys who are just trying to just rearing back you know, and throwing as right. hard as they can. Right. You know what they want you to do now? Throw as hard as you can, as long as you can, and then we'll get somebody right. else. Right. That's where the injury is. It's not the pitch clock. Right. If you're still a guy who has a tremendous artistry in pitching, let me tell you something. If you if you've never played baseball, Go up there and try to hit. I never will forget the first time I ever saw a guy throw in the nineties. I had could to, you? Could you? I, I had to back away because I heard it. Could you see it? You I heard see it, it right more than I get. You you hear that thing? It's coming in like Pop. A, like a like a beep, and then it hits. And I had to back out of the batter's box and shake my head. I was like, "Wow, I've I, never I, seen that." So I always tell you. Let me tell you this real quick. So Eric Davis, Eric the Red, right? It was a tremendous center fielder and whatnot for the Cincinnati Reds. He faced Nolan Ryan. And you know Nolan yeah. was. And Nolan Ryan threw three pitches, struck him out. And so on the third one, uh, it was a call strike. Uh, and Eric turned to the umpire and he said, was that a strike? And the umpire said to Eric, sounded like it. Right. And it could, that's how right. hard this guy was throwing. Right. So, right. You, so if you ever like, like you can go to batting cages. I think there's some batting cages right now that go up to like 90 some miles an hour. I defy you to go to the batting I'm cage. I'm not going up against you know, anybody throwing Get 90. used to the 90s, right? And then go to a batting cage in which it throws like 82. It it messes up your timing right. so bad. So That's why off-speed pitching, um, right. and, and if you can throw and you can pitches make it over look for a like, And you make it right. look like it's Deceiving, a Deceiving, right? And then also, if you can throw it for strike. Yes. You know that. If, right. if they know you can't get it over for a strike when right. you do that stuff, then it's, it doesn't have the same effect. But guys trying to throw hard all the time now, it, it even happens to relievers who try to throw hard. Because they go, I know I'm only going to be in this game for like a third of an inning right. or two-thirds of an inning. I'm, I'm letting it all And the starters out. know... Uh, just throw hard for six innings. That's right. all we need from you. You're not pitching a complete game. Right. I think we talked about it. When Dwight Gooden went 24-4 and four in 1985, I think he had 18 right. complete games. Right. You hear me? 18 right. complete games. And also, somewhere along the line in baseball, and you you know this from when you were growing up, the innings pitched from like guys like Bob Gibson, Steve Carlton, all those guys. Those guys pitched over 200, almost 300 <sighs> innings a game. A season. They stop kids now from getting their arm in a condition where you're used to throwing a lot of innings. It's like, oh, cut him off. He's on a, he's on a pitch count. Let's not build up his arm from when he's a little kid. You got to build it up. You know, they they stop you right now. You know, so your arm is like, okay, I, I'm, I'm used to going there. That's it. I have arm fatigue because this is where I get stopped. Back in the old days, those guys threw and threw because their arm was in great shape. We talked about it too, and, and um, Nolan Ryan, I think when he threw a no-hitter, he threw 230 pitches. I think that was the number. Yeah. Can you believe that? Crazy. Like, like it was like 230 pitches. Rob G, can you Google that? I just want to get the right number. But but he pitched a, a no-hitter and threw 230 pitches. It was some crazy 235, so I was five yeah. off. I'm, I'm, I was shortchanging him. Right. He threw 200. Right. Can you imagine nowadays – 
where, where they would allow you to throw 200, 235 nowadays would be three starts. Right, right. Yeah, no, they, they come out and they get you. You're, you're done. You're, you're, go get your arm. But, yeah, it's that whole thing. And then you got these guys now who are trying to also implement new pitches. So they're try, everybody's trying to find another pitch. And that's going to mess up your arm also because it's a pitch that for your whole career you've never tried to throw. And now all of a sudden I've got, I'm trying to add another pitch to add to my arsenal. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a different kind of, of fatigue. That's a different kind of strain on your arm that you've not been used to doing. And that costs you a little bit too. No doubt. It, it is uh, very, very uh, – I understand the, the, the pitchers complaining, but I don't think it's the pitch no, clock. I, don't think I really do. I think it's about Be- throwing as hard as you can, right. and that's where injuries come in. Guys have never thrown thrown the ball this hard. Right. Because and, as and Rob G said, said well, what, 90? Since 2016. Right. So that's before you had a pitch clock. Exactly. So, so you look, at, look at that. And you've gone from 90 – to ninety four, right? You've That's been a headed big in that direction a long time. You've been it's been trending in Tommy John area a long time, no doubt. All right, uh, we're going to talk with uh, Bob Nightingale from uh, USA Today. Uh, he's the baseball comments. We'll get his thoughts on this, and he's been following the Shohei show, and he's, he'll paint the scene, tell us how crazy it is uh, in Arizona to go see uh, Shohei Otani play, and he made his debut. That and much more. But first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Rob Parker and Alan Lee in for Chris Broussard coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And uh, next up, he's one of the best in the business, a friend of mine, Mr. Bob Nightingale, USA Today baseball columnist. What's up, Bob? Say hello to Alan Lee. Good. How you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. The Dodgers won today and Rob will oh, tell you. Oh, just there Dodger you go. Fan. He's the biggest Dodger <laughs> fan going, but you've been down there and Bob, we talked on the phone, just, you know, idle conversation and you said what's going on down there is crazy. Have you, you've been covering baseball for, since Moby Dick was a guppy. What's happening <laughs> with the Dodgers? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't see anything like it. I mean, I've been, I've been Every camp over the years, you know, Yankees, Red Sox, I'll go, this is Yankees, Red Sox combined times 10. I mean, it's unbelievable. Wow. I mean, just all the media, the fans. I mean, over the weekends, you'll have two, 3,000, 4,000 fans going around, you know, yelling guys' names and chanting in the media, you know, in the uh, clubhouse. Sometimes we get 67 reporters. Uh, it was funny today, so Tony hits a home run, and then the whole press box becomes vacant because everybody runs over to the uh, clubhouse to go interview Otani. So we have no idea what happened the next three innings. It is about Otani. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but uh, a lot of people are saying that Yamamoto is really the key to the Dodgers. Uh, we know Otani's not pitching. Uh, a lot of the Dodgers pitchers are coming off of injuries. And you know baseball, Bob. The, the 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 best team on paper or the best team doesn't always win. Uh, we could look at the Dodgers the last couple of years. Did, will this team win the championship? I mean, we'll see. I mean, on, on paper, you know, I mean, I, I probably still go Atlanta right now. I mean, Atlanta's still a powerful team. Right. They just got Chris, Chris Hill. Uh, you know, Philadelphia's a good team, too. But on the uh, – but you're right about the uh, Dodgers as far as just the pitching. I mean, last year – 
you know, when they went to the playoffs for that pitching staff, they had no chance to advance. And, you know, the Diamondbacks embarrassed them. But, yeah, I agree with, with that about Yamamoto because they had nobody like that last year, uh, particularly Joaquin Buehler getting hurt. You know, and the thing about Otani, yeah, he's a fabulous hitter, but it's not, it's not like he's replacing the three of us. He's replacing J.D. Martinez, who had a pretty strong year. Right. So well, like he was already right. He was an all-star last year, right, J.D.? <laughs> Yeah, Bob, I think one of the guys we talk about the Dodgers, I, I feel one of the guys that really has to produce, and, and and if he does what he is capable of doing, that's Gavin Lux. I think he is going to have a huge impact if he has a great year. Yeah, he's probably, he might be the biggest question mark because uh, there's still scouts that say, okay, is he an everyday shortstop? That remains to be seen. So I think that's one of the reasons they got Kiki Hernandez because he can play shortstop too. So this uh, you know young kid you know struggles and they can plug him in there at, uh, for a while. But yeah, I think if you ask scouts, what's the biggest question mark? I, I think it is Gavin Lux. Help me here uh, with some of the free agents who are still available. Huh. I mean, Blake Snell should be on a team. I, I don't understand that. Uh, Cody Bellinger held out. I know these are all. Uh, Scott Boris guys, but he held out and really didn't get anything big. I mean, he could have signed that deal uh, months ago. Tell me what's going on, and and, and will Blake Snell get a deal? Well, I think uh, you know a lot of these guys have said, okay, you know, uh, look what we've accomplished. We're going to step back and wait for great deals. And there's 11 teams that didn't spend money. Uh, went, went backwards on money. There's about you know eight or nine that just you know I think uh, added ten million dollars or less. But all of a sudden, you know, hey, you don't have the Mets you know, uh, spending wildly. You don't have the Padres spending wildly. Red Sox, uh, you know, Yankees haven't done much. So on and on. So a lot of the big boys that spent in the past weren't spending this winter. So I agree. I, yeah, I think Bouncer could have got more if he signed earlier. Uh, you know, but that, that's the case. I, I think in Snell, you know, I think Snell ends up in San Francisco. I'm not going to discount the Angels, but I think it's one of those two. And I think Jordan Montgomery and the World Series hero, I, I think he ends up in Boston. How does he not end up back with the Rangers? Help me out. He should. You know, he really wanted to go to the Rangers. And tell you the truth, the Rangers wanted him. And, uh, you know, they took a little haircut in the, uh, the TV deal. Where it's going from 111 million to a little less than 100, right. but then they don't have a TB dealer for this. So I, you know, and they're over the over the luxury tax anyway. I think ownership to the front office, like you know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I don't want to invest a long term contract in this guy, but it's too bad because it was a love affair between. Uh, the Rangers and Montgomery. Yeah, Bob. Let me ask you quickly because J.D. Martinez reportedly turned down the Giants and and. Correa the year before, they lost out on Judge. What is going on in San Francisco? Nobody wants to play there? Is it just? Is it more than just the, the fact that guys are talking about the city, they don't want to play there? I mean, is there more to it? What's going on there? Well, I think J.D. Martinez is that combination. I mean, he wanted more money. He offered him $14 million. I think he wanted at least 16 or uh, at least a two-year contract. It didn't happen. You know, sluggers don't want to go there. It's just a hard place to hit, unless your name is Barry Bonds. Uh, you know, they went after Stanton. They went after Harper. You know, uh, Judge, of course, on and on and on, you know, have come up empty. So I think it's more that the, uh, the ballpark than actually the condition of the city. I mean, it's not like you have to live downtown right. next to the ballpark. You know, they walk through the homeless and stuff. But it's just a, uh, the, the ballpark dimensions, which, you know, it's great for the pitchers. But the you know the hitters uh, hitters don't care for it at all. 
Our guest is Bob Nightingale, uh, USA Today baseball columnist, uh, joining us here on the Odd Couple on the Trash Talking Tuesday. And Rob Parker and Alan Lee in for Chris Boussard. Uh, but 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 Bob, you know, you said it matter of factly, and San Francisco is a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. But you cannot deny, I can remember walking out of the Marriott, Bob, when I was covering baseball. You had to walk over people to get out of the hotel. Yeah. I mean, there was a, uh, I remember when Brian Shabian was, uh, you know, kind of special assistant there. Uh, you know, he'd already you know, been the GM. And, you know, he saw an incident there, or his wife did, and said, you know what, we're out of here. They had a, uh, a condo for free across the street and said, we're gone. Wow. Moved to Arizona and said we're not coming back. And uh, I mean, a lot of cities are rough. I mean, you travel around, right. uh, you, know, you see that a lot of different places. But San Francisco, I, I think, what alarming too is just a, uh, you know, besides the homeless, you just all the uh, everything is closed down. Right. I mean, you know, shopping centers closed down. You know, uh, you know. It, it's unbelievable. It really, it really yeah, is. It's like a ghost town in San Francisco, sometimes downtown. The last time I was in San Francisco, I got hit by a tumbleweed. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, it's it's empty down there. Yo, you walk around and say uh, everything's closed down. Yeah. Wow. One last. Thing. Yeah. yeah. One last thing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. One, I'm sorry, San Francisco. One last thing. Uh, you know, pitchers are complaining about pitch clock might drop from eighteen uh, from twenty to eighteen. Pitchers are up in arms, an injury epidemic. But, Bob, pitchers are throwing the ball harder than ever before. Was it since 2016? It's gone from an average of 90 to 94. Isn't that more to do with injury than guys just throwing as hard as they can, as long as they can, rather than the pitch clock? No, you're absolutely right, Rob. And that is, that is the case. I mean, you know, look at all the guys that were uh, came up. Whether you know, hey, Jack Morris wasn't trying to throw as hard as he could every pitch. Charlie Maddox and Glavin Smoltz weren't doing that. You know, you did it when you had to. It's like Greg Maddox says: "There's no better pitcher. You're just a controlled fastball. You know, throw these guys for strikes." That's all over the Washington Nationals this year in spring training. Put signs everywhere in the complex saying, "Who cares how hard you throw a ball for?" Right. You know, these guys, like the center guard, remember how good he was? But all he did was rear back and throw as hard as he could. I mean, you know, and Nolan Ryan did that. You know, he'd been on baseball 15 years earlier. No doubt. All right, his name is Bob Nightingale. Follow his stuff, his column in USA Today, one of the best in the business. Bob, we appreciate you. Thank you, my man. Sure. Take care, Rob. Okay. Yep. All right, take care. No doubt. All right, next, coming up. It's your chance. Trash Talking Tuesday is next. Call in 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Trash anyone, anything in the world of sports, and we'll give you your turn to speak up without interrupting. You're still laughing about the tumbleweed hit me. Yes, I am still laughing about the tumbleweed. I guess San Francisco, the best thing they had was bullet with Steve McQueen, huh? Oh, yeah. All right, I cover Rob Parker and Alan Lee right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay America. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio, Rob Parker and Alan Lee in for Chris Broussard on vacation this week. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And guess what? It's time for Trash Talking Tuesday. All right, here we go. Alan, Trash Talking Tuesday is underway, and let's kick it off with our guy, Sean in Sacramento. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Sean, who you trashing? Yo, my uncle from another mother. And my, oh, me, Mr. Alan Lee. You know I'm trashing guys like Dan Patrick, Seth Greenberg, any other old man yelling at the kids on their lawn or the clouds. Talking about stop all the court storming. Are you kidding me? The only thing these old men know about college is paying their grandkids tuition. How are you going to stop the fun these kids are having, man? There's one easy solution to this. If a team has any of their fans make contact with a rival team's player, they forfeit the game. I bet you they start cashing out to get some extra security. Better yet, spend some of the NIL money to hire the 20 biggest meatheads at your school and put them on <laughs> payroll. Have them surround the other team's bench. It's not that hard. Are we going to stop having kids drink next? No way. No how. Stop the madness. No doubt. There it is. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. How about uh, Marshall in Duluth? You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Who you trashing, Marshall? <laughs> I'm trashing all this vacation by my host. I love the guests, but I want my host on the station. <laughs> Where's Chris? He got on vacation. Tell you what, 
<laughs> and then uh, for a real one, uh, you know, for the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, you guys haven't been too bad. We're all like, they're not real number one. We got to try to give them some gas. You know, it's the first time we've ever been here. We got to stay. We got we got to support our voice. No, I, <laughs> what I hear you, Marshall, my yeah. man. We're here, you, no doubt about it. Our Anthony Towns has been balling. Man. Uh, yep. Yeah, I know. That's the voice. Have a good one, you guys. Yep, appreciate it. Thank you. Manuel, is that Manuel in California? Manuel? Manuel, I'm sorry, in California, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Who you trashing, Manuel? Chris Berzar. I'm tired of him uh, messing all the time. I believe that he's missed more days than AD in the last few months. <laughs> And uh, Alan Lee has been there, uh, I think, more times than Chris. I think Chris should just go and hang out with his buddy Nick Wright and make it the Parker Show. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Let's go to Mitch in New Jersey. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Who you trashing, Mitch? How's it going, Rob? Howard, thanks for taking a call. Uh, now, I want to say the Dodgers for not uh, for letting go of uh, Corey Seager and not bringing Cody, three years, $80 million. But you really got to go, uh, Isaac would know more than me. The Chargers, the front office, they're going to have to lose some of their, their – they're going to have to cut some talent, especially, you know, Bosa, Agler. It's really a mess that they uh, compounded over the last couple of years. It's coming. Yep. All right. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks. Appreciate it. How about uh... – what is that? Navid. Navid from Long Beach, California. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Who you trashing, Navid? Yo, what's up, y'all? I'm trashing the one and only Chris Broussard. It looks <laughs> like he's got a couple fans today. I'll tell you what. Chris Broussard is the biggest front runner <laughs> I've ever listened to in my life. Wow. If you listen to this guy, he will say, so-and-so is going to be the top guy. This team's going to be the best team. Midway through, that team's like 0-7, and he's like, well, I'm going for a new team. Chris, you're the type of dude that's going to try to hedge your bet midway through the third quarter. Just trying to pay off the bookie. It don't work like that, Chris. You stick it to your pick, and you ride with it. You can't change in the fourth quarter. That's not the way it works. Rob, that's why every time you pick with someone, and it's a very unpopular opinion, uh, you stick with it. And I love that. Even if you're wrong, you stick with it. And that's why the Pistons won in 04. Uh-oh, you know there we go. That's right. I'm not I'm not a flip-flopper. <clears throat> you know? Chris probably will flip-flop to the set of FS1. <laughs> Get me out of here. Listen, All right, just, just because Chris likes the buffet. Uh, hey, <laughs> I'm not even mad at him. Uh, all right, Alan, you got anybody you want to trash? I'm good, man. Other than you, other than Why the offseason, because, because all those conversations, you go like, I can't believe Otani chose the Dodgers. He'd be so much better going with the Yankees. Yankees. Going to the Bronx. And I tried to tell you, no, his market is way better as a Dodger. Man. And I'm going to trash the Lakers. Well, do easy. not, do not. The Lakers for your long-term health. Do not sign LeBron to a new three-year contract, I, no matter what Rob G says. Rob G's going to key your car. I, I'm just I'm just saying, do <laughs> not do it. a lease, so you can't get your money back. <laughs> That's right. Don't do it. Don't look, Don't mess up my car. And Rob G, are you trashing anybody? Who are you trashing? 
I'm trashing Rob Parker. What did I do? Not for the Lakers conversation or bringing up the Pistons ad nauseum the last two days. I'm trashing Rob because he's letting these callers get away with trashing Chris for taking vacation. Rob, you know that with vacation, if you don't use it, you lose it. So just because you're fine forfeiting thousands of dollars of vacation time every year, you get everyone else like myself and Chris and Alex and, you know, Ilo, Steve DeSager. We're going to be taking arrows because Rob Parker doesn't care about giving away I know. Everybody gets mad at me because I'm always working. But I... Rob G, I take time off in the summer, don't I? I usually go on my baseball tour around the country. Yeah, but, but in the other times, you're like, man, I can't believe they're taking all that time off. This is ridiculous. It just seems like, I don't know. I mean. Yeah, Rob's like Beyonce. He's got tour dates. I got, yeah, I got, right. I got stuff going on. <laughs> Rob, you know? you know I got more vacation time than I can realistically use. No, I know. You've been here for like 100 years. I How know. long have you worked here? Since Moby Dick was a guppy. There you go. It's been that long. <laughs> Since the Louisiana Purchase. Yes, it's been that long. No doubt. Unbelievable. Man, what a fire. Uh, people were fired up about Chris. And it's February, and they yeah, still were mad. Chris, this is from Alan Lee. Take all the time off at- you want, man. <laughs> I got your back. You got it, hey. I'm here for you. I understand working with Rob way out sometimes, so take all the time you need, Chris. Is that my, I think my wife wanted to take a vacation and wound up being a divorce. She wanted time away, too. <laughs> well, listen, you're why you're at, you know, you took her to Paris, right? Yes, that was Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's that's a lifetime of memory. That's it. No matter wherever she goes to Paris ever again, or even thinks about it, whether she watches Emily of in of Paris <laughs> on TV, she'll think of Rob Park. Oh my! I don't know if that's good or bad. How about this? Another lopsided NBA game, 30. Alan. This has happened over and over. You want to talk about trash and so the the magic of beating the Nets. Are you ready? Ninety-one to fifty-nine. Like, this happens, and this is that three effect we talk about. You know, when, when making threes and not making them? Yeah. This is where the games become terribly lopsided. So it's pretty terrible. All right, get ready. Our number three is coming up here on the iCouple. Uh, so you want to make sure you stick and stay. America. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.